0: Welcome to the 4-Pack Podcast with myself, Jared Edwards, and as always, I'm joined by the great Dan Hawes. Dan, how are you? I am just fine today, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty damn good, man. Very good. Very good. The sun is shining. It's a wonderful day. It is. The weather is beautiful. It's been generally warm here in Northeast Ohio. It's supposed to stay warm almost all of next week. It's going to be in the high 80s. In 90s, bro. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. I love it. It It's golfing weather. Yep. And speaking of good weather, the beer that we're drinking is the Florida Man. I like it. From, uh, what is it, Cigar City Brewing Company?
1: Cigar City Brewing Company, born in Tampa, Florida. Ah, it says a description on the side of the can here. It says, Florida Man, W, it's not a W, it's a double IPA ale. (laughs) It's an unpredictable variety of hops used in nearly criminal volumes combined to create a bold, citrusy double Indian IPL brood to pay tribute to the world's worst superhero, Florida Man. Oh, the old CCB
0: Brewing Company. I like it. I like it, man. And it's a very, very hoppy beer. They are not lying when they say they used a criminal amount of hops. It's criminal hops, for sure.
1: And I, I, you know what? I like how they put it in the end there. It says the world's worst superhero, yeah. Florida Man. He must be <laughs> awful because I've never heard of Florida Man. No. Not once. Until just now when I started drinking
0: his beer now. I Bro. Think, I think Florida
1: man should be mentioned in so, many books.
0: Florida man, if you don't know, Florida man is there are a bunch of people in Florida that do some stupid stupid shit. Really? Oh yeah. And they'll type they say type in next time you search in Google, type in Florida man and just a date and it'll come <laughs> up with <laughs> Florida man dies in pond cuz he couldn't get out cuz there was a goose or something. Really? Or, yeah, Florida man trying to sell farts in jars is arrested.
1: So! (laughs) (laughs) You said farts in jars, bro. So, Florida man really is the worst superhero of all time.
0: Oh, absolutely, I love it. This beer is wonderful. Oh, it's a good beer. It's a very stylish can. It has a nice light blue with dark blue pictures in the background. Like, there's an alligator and some other... Florida-type decorations. Bro, it's an alligator biting a, like a 24-ounce can of beer. This is a great logo. I it like is. it. Very well done, Cigar Very well, City Brewing. Absolutely well done. Congrats. And we're also drinking another beer. Not right now, but we had it earlier. It is a, a Lemon Hefeweizen from Great Lakes Brewing Company very tasty very tasty and it has a you can definitely taste the lemon mm-hmm. but on their description it says it's cloudy with hints of banana clove and a smooth lemon finish uh, I'll which tell you, is, it sounds like a weird combo doesn't it very weird combo bro i didn't taste one bit
1: of banana no in that beer i didn't taste well a slight, slight hint of clove mixed you in could with taste that, that lemon. Yeah. yeah, you could. But the
0: banana, I didn't taste one bit of banana. No, and you know what? I'm not a huge clove fan. No, me neither. So I'm surprised, you know, even with that little hint of it, the lemon ba- balanced it out perfectly. Perfectly. That, it was a very good beer, and it's a limited release not, right now from right. Great Lakes Brewing Company, one of our favorite, if not our favorite brewery. The greatest. Absolutely. You know what? I should have read the box before I
1: bought the beer. You know what I mean? Like, Because I would have yeah. read on the box a banana and clove. And then, you know, those two things right there kind of turned me off. Because remember when we went to Cleveland and I drank that trash beer? Oh, straight and it, it tasted up trash like, beer. It tasted like siphoned, like. Banana peels and stuff that was siphoned out of a bottom of a trash can. It's been sitting in the kitchen for a week, you and they just puked. It. Bro. I puked it out, bro. It was terrible. It was terrible beer. Yeah. So if I just saw banana and clove, which I'm not a fan of either, I, at all, I wouldn't have bought it. The only thing I saw was lemon heavenwise. Yeah. I love me some German beer. I love me some good German beer. Oh, and, absolutely. And
0: I love lemon. And I will tell you the the logo that is on it. Right. Is freaking fantastic! It's fantastic. It's a German looking uh, a fella dressed in, I believe it's called a Lederhosen. Right? Yep. Is the Lederhosen. outfit? Uh, Lederhosen yeah, Lederhosen. It. And it's a lemon sitting on top of a wall with it's, a beautiful landscape background of mountains and a river. Kind of looks the background, like, beautiful. Kind of looks like a Humpty Dumpty lemon sitting on a house Absolutely. Weisenwell. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, man. I like that beer. So. In getting those delicious beers that we're drinking right now, Mm. we're also gonna do something special today. Yes, sir. We are brewing our own beer. Mm. This is now this is my first personal recipe. I've brewed like different recipes of beer twice in a in a place where they have like the kettle and everything and they let you brew it, and then twice by myself. Both of them have turned out really well. This one, I yeah, we'll see and how it is.
1: I'm excited about it.
0: Oh, absolutely! Ordered it's gonna it. be. A, it's a what did we a red a red double IPA or a double red IPA? A double red IPA with amber with
1: amber oh, with amber hints in it. Yes. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a ramber IPA, a ramber
0: a ramber IPA. a double ramber IPA. a double ramber. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. So what I'm using in it is. The malt I'm using and the barley to start with it is going to be a it's called Red X Malt Barley, mm. and I'm using two pounds of that one crushed and one uncrushed. Wow! Oh, so you're using both? I'm using both, you mix them both. Yep, to yeah. see just you know, I don't know the difference really well, so well, we're going to see how it turns out. Even if there is a difference, you're
1: using both at the same time, so it's going to equal out to a you might, yeah, okay, this is going to be the best beer. That's I, ever been brewed. I, I really hope.
0: Yeah, we're you know you got to try. The idea of it is to be a very full bodied IPA, so it's going to have red cover your color. You're going to hear the you're going to taste the malts, and then you're going to have a real hard hop bitterness to it as well. Uh, nothing wrong with that. No, there's so, nothing wrong with that. After so, I got the red the red X malt. And then I have a Breeze Amber dry malt extract, so that's going to help you know with the sugar content, so the yeast will produce more alcohol. Mm. Then I have just your standard um, malt syrup, which most you know, it's the easiest thing to use when you're brewing from home. That way you don't have to <clears throat> get all the, the malt that you need, which is an unbelievable amount. You're right. talking probably. 15 to 20 pounds, which oh, I don't have that set up. No, but you got a good home setup. I Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude. And we're going to, I'm going to post a boatload of pictures of it, doing it on Instagram. That way, follow us on Instagram. So right now it's still Jay Edwards, one, two, eight, seven, but I will, mm. I promise I will have a four pack podcast Instagram coming up in the next two weeks. Four pack podcast. Yes. <laughs> Now, the one odd thing about this beer, the hops. The hops could be an X factor. They could be weird. Really? So the hops that I have is called NZH 107 Hop. Huh. Now, it's an experimental hop Ooh. that comes from um, the Netherlands, and <laughs> it's suppo- it has um, hints of tropical fruit and citrus. Mm. So it's going to be a like a summery beer. It's going to be a man, oh man. it's going to be like a middle of the road. So it's going to be uh what I'm thinking is it's going to be almost like a Commodore Perry. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm going for. Kind of like a maybe a more citrusy Commodore Perry. So like a like a Like a chill wave Perry. Yeah, a chill wave with more malt to it. Right. Because, you know, if you drink Commodore Perry, if you've ever had that from Great Lakes Brewing Company, Mm. it is the beer that got me into craft brewing. It is. I remember that. Oh, my God. I used to drink the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Just my favorite beer of all time, just in general. Right. It's going to be like that with just a little more hops because the Commodore Perry is very malt very malt forward, and then it has a hop finish. It does. It's a very malty IPA. So it's going
1: to be a hoppy IPA with a malt finish. Yes. Got gotcha. you. That's like the... Okay, so the Commodore Perry has a weird, goofy cousin, right? And that's your beer. Mm-hmm. So it's the Commodore... Absolutely. It's the
0: Commodore Jerry, It's going to be the, the red-headed stepchild <laughs> of the Commodore Perry, the Commodore Jerry. Uh- <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I'm digging it, man. I'm drinking it, bro. So, we are going to get to brewing that right now, and when we come back, we'll tell you all about the brewing experience. And welcome back to the 4-Pack Podcast. So, Dan, this was your first home brewing experience. Now, to recap, we talked about the beer that I'm brewing We've done the earliest steps we could for the brewing process, and now our wort, which is a term for beer that's not quite beer yet without any alcohol or carbonation, we're waiting for that to cool down to 100 degrees, and it's sitting in an ice bath in the kitchen sink. So let me ask you, what did you think of the brewing process, man? The brewing
1: process was tricky. It was very uh, detailed. You had to be quick about it. And get everything just right. But I think it's going to come out perfect. I mean, it smells wonderful out there right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I will tell you what. What I like about it is it kind of smells like it's a mix between beer and, like, fresh bread. Mm, Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can see that. Because you get the... uh, You kind of have that uh, barley yeast type smell. And then... You add in the hops to it, so it adds a, a bit of the the hoppiness right. f- scent, and it's just, oh, man, it smells so good in here Those right hops, now. by the way, are terrible
1: just by themselves. <laughs> that one I ate is still stuck in the back of my throat.
0: Man. Oh, my goodness. So we did. We had wow the hops. They come to you in just dried little pellets, because if they didn't come like that, you'd have to put pounds and pounds of hops in it to get the same as the little dried pellets. And we ate one, and I will tell you, this is the second time I've done it. It is god-awful. It's terrible. Terrible. It's like an explosion of bitterness and soap in your mouth.
1: Yeah. And then it goes right to the back of your throat. And sticks there. No matter what you drink, no matter how many... what are we dr- Florida, No matter how many Florida mans you drink,
0: it still sticks in the back of your throat. Oh, that's the only bad thing. Now, I wouldn't... I would not strongly... Recommend doing it, but you got to do it at least once in your life. You got to taste the hop. Also, so I spent a good portion of yesterday smoking some ribs. Mm. I did a six-hour smoke last night on them. Just a, uh, I got a new pellet grill. And I was smoking at just the low smoke temperature, only at about 140 to 160 degrees, which is very low. But I've learned with this pellet grill in particular, it is hard to develop a really nice smoky flavor Mm -hmm. if you just run it at like 220 the whole time. Because you're supposed to smoke technically between 200 and 250. Right. So I did that for six hours last night, got that smoke flavor. And then I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning. Threw them back on the smoker. Smoked them another six hours just with – I did it a little differently this time. Usually, I I don't cover them up with anything. I wrapped them in foil, and I threw my mop on there, which I call my mop is just like a basting (laughs) liquid just to keep it it moist. Keep it fresh. Threw that on there. It kind of tenderized them a little bit in that foil, and then I took the foil off for the last two hours – And just hit it with some straight pineapple juice. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Dan, what did you think of them? They were wonderful. Delicious.
1: I didn't regret one bite that I took off those ribs.
0: They were great, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Very good. I have gotten a huge um, infatuation with smoking right now. Right. Smoking meat in general. (laughs) And I'll tell you, so you do it. Oh, yeah. But you do a freaking... I do a quick Let me smoke. know how you smoke yeah. I do a quick smoke on a charcoal
1: grill um, I mean You put your charcoal in there You light it And after the flame goes down And it burns out You level out your charcoal You put two or three or four chunks I use hickory when I cook beef So I'll put about Three chunks of hickory On all three corners of the charcoal pyramid And then Throw mesquite chips in the middle And as soon as I throw the mesquite chips in, I throw my meat on. As soon as I throw the meat on, it smokes for maybe, I'll cook maybe a half an hour tops. Yeah. And that's it. And then they're done. But it's a quick smoke. You should see the smoke billowing out of this charcoal grill. I mean, you can't stop it. There's not a setting that you can really turn off. Oh, yeah. So it's just smoking hardcore. It's just nonstop smoking. And it'll smoke for hours if you want it to. But I do a quick smoke on everything I cook, on the charcoal grill, and it comes out just fine. I love the smoky flavor that it puts in it. Yeah. Man. When I cook my uh, chicken or, like, say, pork chops or something like that, I use my cherry wood for that. But any kind of beef,
0: it's hickory and mesquite. Hickory and mesquite. All day long. Okay. wonderful i I can get that i i like that you like cherry yeah cherry's really good for
1: pork and sausage and chicken and sam fish yeah you know all that kind of stuff but for my beef i like the uh i like the hickory and mesquite hmm
0: yeah now i've always liked to have a fruit wood with my hardwood now the only woods i've ever used are just i've used oak right and cherry, and that was when I had my filing cabinet smoker. That was a good smoker. Right? <laughs> yeah. But now I have a mixture of mesquite, hickory, and apple, cherry, and pecan. Yeah. So it's a big mixture, which it, it the flavor is good. Oh, yeah. The flavor is good. But I kind of miss just that oak and cherry flavor. I'm a big cherry guy. A lot of people don't like it because... It can overpower your food very easily if you use too much of it. If you use too much, yes. But I that's why I like to blend it with the oak, because oak is so mellow. Oak is good. Oak is so mellow. I'm gonna get whenever I run out of these pellets, which will be at the rate I'm smoking stuff in a month. Right. I'll run out of these, I'm getting oak and cherry. But still a month? That's a long time to go. Oh, on- yeah. Man, I've been, dude, I've been smoking every weekend. Every weekend. Some weekends I've been smoking two days, twice. I remember when you
1: set the thing up and filled it up with pellets. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. still rocking on them same pellets, Still bro. same pellets, man. And then you're like, I got a month to go. Yep. That's a long time to be cooking on, you know, one
0: filling of pellets. That's, That's good stuff. Bro, I cannot recommend enough the pellet grills, the pellet smokers. I'd love to have one. You got to get one sometime. I need to try... Some of your burgers that you do the quick smoke oh, on, dude. Man, so I'm I'm wow. excited to do this. They're they're beyond amazing.
1: Beyond amazing. They're wonderful. I make any kind of burger you want.
0: I'm I, digging it, bro. And I
1: put 90% of the stuff you want on your burger is going in the meat. Oh, yeah. Like I mix it in. i I'll, I'll put bacon in there, cheese in there, jalapenos, whatever you need inside the burger. And then after the burger's made, that's when you put your bacon. And your cheese. And you, you and add, add your toppings. Yeah, yeah, you add the toppings to the
0: topping burger itself. Wonderful. I like it, bro. We, we are going to have to do, when this beer is done, Oh yeah, we're going to have to do a beer drinking, our beer is done celebration. Deal. Where I'll smoke us something, whatever you want. Right. We'll cook some burgers on you. You'll cook some burgers for oh, us on yeah. the grill,
1: man. I'll cook you burgers and sausages. We'll do sausages That's what do you sauce i on the grill? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's going to be And good then idea. we'll ro- we'll smoke something fantastic in your fucking pit boss, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's exciting. That's going to be a good day. It's going to be a
0: good day. I will t- I will say I'm going to have to think about that uh, mesquite and hickory because I have never mm. smoked any beef. Because I tend to, I try to stay away from red meat, just because of my diet. Oh yeah, but sometimes you can't beat it, and I, Mm. I want to try a nice big old brisket, but they're, oh oh, man, they're expensive, and to have that, and then to me, just butcher it. Hopefully, I wouldn't butcher it. There's no way you could butcher it, but no way. I bet that'd be really, really good. You smoke it in that smoker, you got to come out just fine. Absolutely, good. Well, on that note. We have got to go check and see what temperature our wort is at now. Go so check we can the wort. Get it in this fermentation bucket and then get it going, man. <laughs> Booyah. We will be back with more of the four pack podcast. Welcome back to the four pack podcast. And we are just wrapping up our beer brewing night here. It's been a good night. We finally got the, all of the process done, and it is stored in a cool, dark place, which is just to my left in my closet. Perfect. <laughs> you got to keep an eye on it. So where we left off, we were waiting for the wort to cool down to 100 degrees, and then we were going to put it in the fermentation bucket, which we did, Right. added our aerated it, which is terrible because it weighs freaking seventy pounds, sixty pounds, and you just stand there and swash it back and forth for a minute. No, terrible. Then we waited for it to cool down to seventy-two degrees, which we were somewhat impatient because we waited till it was seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. So almost there. Then we added the yeast, put the aerator on, and finally the beer is done. Finito. Dan, how was it?
1: It was not bad. It was an interesting process.
0: It's not as bad as you think, right? No,
1: not as bad as you think. Very. uh, I don't know. You got to be really precise. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay attention to what you're doing when you make this stuff. And as far as the process itself, no, not bad. No. You got to be. You got to know what you're doing.
0: You have to be. You got to pay attention. You got to be diligent. And you can make a good beer. There's no doubt about it. Oh man, I'm excited. Now, what I I think we've agreed, what we're going to call it,
1: oh yeah,
0: is the double Ramber IPA because it's going to be a red amber red. IPA. Oh, we can
1: call it
0: Ramber First Blood. Ramber First. Uh, that's it man ramber first blood for sure man
1: this is this is first movie ever
0: i'm digging it what a damn good name for that beer
1: ramber first
0: blood and not only that so we came up with a damn good name for our beer right also while we waited for it to cool we got to play a great round of bocce oh man at least for me, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I don't know. Usually Dan kicks my ass. It was bad. I won last week when we played. Last time we played, it did. And then, at
1: least then it was a match.
0: Oh, it was. It was a good match.
1: Man, dude, today you just got me.
0: Today, I'll tell you what I what. I mean, i I was throwing them extremely well. I mean, I was getting not only was I throwing them well, but then I was getting unbelievably lucky sometimes.
1: Very, very good shots and good throws.
0: My favorite one though was on my winning shot, the thing that won the game, I did damn near nothing. Dan was a nice guy and knocked <laughs> knocked my ball close <laughs> oh, as fuck. Yeah. Hey, it happens. It happens. What
1: was it? Uh it was uh, twenty-one to five. Twenty-one to
0: five. I'll take it.
1: I got five. I didn't get skunked. I was damn near skunked though. Yeah. Because it's like sixteen to nothing.
0: It was. It was eleven or twelve to nothing. And then you won three in a row. Yeah. And we thought it was gonna be
1: Oh, it's the turn. The comeback Something and then called as a comeback. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't meant to be, but oh yeah, man. Okay, it was a lot of fun, bro. It was
1: a lot of fun. The nighttime bocce is wonderful. It, it I had a great day today.
0: It was a damn good day. A damn good day. Yeah.
1: Got to make beer. There's, you don't get to make beer every day. And You know what? When you get to make beer, you got to enjoy that day.
0: Absolutely. So I'll tell you what. With that, I think we're going to sign off here for the four-pack podcast for the evening. Any parting remarks, Dan? The The only parting
1: remark I would have would be if you ever get a chance to brew your own beer. Definitely
0: try it. It's not that difficult. Try it out. If you need help, if you need a set or a recipe yeah. kit or something, northernbrewer.com. Burn. That is where I got all my stuff from. I got my beer maker's kit as a gift from my wonderful girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I've been making beer ever since. northernbrewer.com. And by the way... I will send this to Northern Brewer, and if anyone from Northern Brewer listens to this, if you wouldn't mind sponsoring us, that would be good. You don't even have to pay us. Just send us some stuff to make some beer, and we'll promote the hell out of you. Anyway, from that, until next time, this has been the 4-Pack Podcast with Dan Hawes and Jared Edwards. Cheers to the world.